fucking monsters. <laughs> Mike's are hot. Welcome to 91 Octane. I am John. I'm Randy. And today, uh, I guess confession, since it's after April Fool's, we are no longer, and never was actually, a guitar podcast. Yes. I'm not selling my car, and I'm not leaving track life. Gotcha, suckers. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, today we're going under the hood, as always, covering your headlines. Um, we're going into a bit of F1 history, specifically with Las Vegas. And then we're going to talk about some E92M3 drama that happened last week. And finally, we're going to enter a time machine, Randy. Mm -hmm. Yes. But first, let's kick it off with those headlines, Randy. All right. Uh, for me, so this week I came upon a website through, I forgot my source, but there's a site that sells custom license plates. Okay. It's meaning to say that if you register and get a custom license plate in California... They were they're off offering to resell it to other people. What? So there is a I guess, and you may know more about what this means. There is a license plate for California that just has the two letters M M. Okay. And it is got an NFT tied to it. Wow. <laughs> yes, and gosh darn it, I thought I had the amounts. But it's not on the site that I linked that to, gosh, of course. Gosh darn it. Yes. How old are you, dude? Yeah, uh, I got kids, so <laughs> okay, I, I filter good. that. Yeah, okay. Okay. So they're asking for the MM. They're asking 5,888 ETH. Get out of here. For that. Gosh darn it. Get out of here. <laughs> Which translates to X millions. I won't do the math right now, but yes. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I I'm, I jumped in too early. They want 5,000 ETH? ETH. For eight five thousand plus ETH, five thousand eight hundred eighty eight ETH for a black plate that has the two letters MM on it. I suppose that's associated to the uh, crypto world. I don't know. And it says uh, on the website, it says if you know, you know. Apparently, M, -M for me, what's candy? What can MM mean? So, uh, you being in that crypto world, you don't even have an like any there's no association there no i might lose my crypto card at the moment but i don't know what mm is no yeah so they even have their own site which i won't even like mention on the podcast because why promote it or yeah whatever. yeah but, yeah did you um, go to the site i did and that's where it's the mm site the mm yes and site. it's not pornography it's not pornography surprising <laughs> that is surprising yes it's a legit site it's a guy that's legitimately selling this custom plate for I think it's twenty million, probably right for that amount. It's got to be well. It's three thousand times, times five thousand, right? So whatever that is, <laughs> it's fifteen million. Fifteen million, yeah. What? Yes, for a plate. I mean, the MM significance and that, it, that 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 has that has to have something to do with it, right? And the website says the ultimate. Oh flex. wait, is it the monkeys? Is it monkey related, NFT related? I have no clue. And maybe that makes me an old geezer alongside when I say, gosh darn it. But whatever. I mean, I just think it's silly. It's absurd. It's obscene. Um, the site also sells other plates like Cash and um, Red Bull. And the Cash one sells for $2 million. What? <laughs> 
is I mean, okay. So MM is an abbreviation for market maker. Is that the crypto? And that world? is not really necessarily a crypto thing. It's more of a stock trading thing, which obviously goes into the uh, the crypto thing. It's sort of the same, like just exchange language. Fifteen market maker and market takers. F- Fifteen plus million. No, for a plate. No, they think. No. Ah, jeez. I think they're promoting something, and they're using this as a vehicle to market it. Maybe I mean I don't know. I, d- there are people with that wild amount of money, of course, that will spend it. It's and the site is like the ultimate flex. <laughs> That's why they present it. Yes, yeah, for, for that site. Yep. Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean it. Uh, yeah, I don't. I really hate the idea of making a market out of that. Yes, it's kind of like the whole like buying website domains. Yeah, right. And That's selling good, them to people. That's a very good analogy. Yeah, which. which yeah, that sucks. I mean, Nissan. Actually, it's even worse. It's it's the it's the dumbasses that buy all the PS fives and then sell them at a premium. Wait. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I... Well, okay. I will make an exception to like you buying two and selling one. Okay, right? which is what sure. you did. Correct. But yes. I'm talking like people that make a living off oh, of buying, doing this, hoarding. Hoarding. Using bots. Same with like the sneakerheads. Yes. Right? That do this. They buy like tons. Yeah, like StockX. Mm-hmm. I'm vehemently mm-hmm. against StockX. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's that's another a whole right other on, thing. Right on. But yeah, that's insane. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not I'm not gonna pay I won't even pay the extra to have like the black and yellow license plate in yeah. California. <laughs> yeah, as much as I would love it. Yeah, no way. I'm just not willing. And now there are companies popping up that will vinyl wrap <laughs> your plate. Which that I'm on board with. Are you? Because you are keeping money out of the DMV ah, and giving it to okay. uh, a industrious fella. Yes. You know? And if you want to have a custom... I don't know how illegal that is, though. Right. Which it probably is. It pro- they pro- I don't know. Maybe it's one of those gray areas where there isn't any like defined laws yeah, as to what color you can have it. Yeah. But you're covering your plate in some way. But you're making the the letters and symbols more visible. So technically you're not covering it assuming you do the full like even the california piece yeah you're right yeah yeah you're right that's yeah who knows who knows that's weird i'm not paying for it next headline next headline well police raided a house in van nuys randy and they recovered some guns Mm. they recovered 400 pot plants cool and they recovered 2.3 million dollars in stolen luxury cars Ooh, all just sitting in a lot Collecting dust in Van Nuys, you said in Van Nuys, California. Open, not even in a building. Open. They were they're like they were like fenced off. Yeah, but it's open, right? There weren't okay. they weren't in a building. Aston Martins, Bentleys, BMWs, Jaguars, Land Rovers, Lexuses, cartel, Mercs. Or no? They don't know yet. Porsches okay. and Chevy Corvettes. Okay. Um. So this is all in an unkept backyard, like super tall grass. Mm. I mean, it looked like a junkyard okay. when you look at the picture. It looks like yeah. a junkyard. Um. And apparently, all the police are saying is that they were fraudulently purchased from dealerships. Ah. So it looks like whatever group of people were behind this mm-hmm. were using either stolen identities. They haven't really released how they fraudulently pur- purchased it, but this is my assumption. Stolen identities, stolen credit cards, stolen whatever. 
to buy these cars and then stashing them. Why would you stash them? I don't know. Why to export them? Why wouldn't you rather have cash, right? Or? I don't know, man. Uh, so I have I have so many questions. Yeah. And like you can't find the police aren't releasing any details, probably because there's a huge investigation behind this currently. Right. Uh, but I am deaf. I, I set my Google alert. Because oh, like, really? I want to know what the rest of this sounds like. Ah, you okay. know, like what, what, who is, why would you buy all these cars and just have them sit there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, was, is this, maybe they were testing out, you know, how to steal these identities. Yes. Maybe they, I don't know, like $2.3 million in cars though. If you look at the lot, it looks like a dealership. 400 weed plants. Yeah, and guns. And guns. Yeah, in Van Nuys. Uh, I don't know. It's not car. I don't. Doesn't sound cartel- cartel-y to me. Yeah, yeah. And like in Van Nuys, it's just too deep, right? Like, yeah, they'd be in the maybe desert, in San Diego. Right? Yeah, you know, like it. it uh, why would they go? I mean, I don't know. I, it just it doesn't make a lot of sense. But man, what a waste of cars. That's sad. And that like sad they're all gonna go sit in police lots. Well, they'll get auctioned. They will get auctioned. Yes, they will. Will they get auctioned? Well, after they've they're after done with the it's evidence all investigation, done. All, right? Well, unless there's owners, then they get a right. They probably have a right to claim it. When they raided oh, the house, uh-huh. they found one guy there. Okay. I guarantee you that guy was just like, yeah. he was probably like house sitting. Right. And now he's embroiled in this like giant Yikes. scheme and investigation. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's like. If he's the only one they found, why would the CHP ever let him go, right? Unless yeah. he ratted about, ratted out whoever's involved in this. Yeah, that's that's crazy. If you were that person, uh-huh. Would you tell the police everything you know or would you stay tight-lipped? Ooh, jeez, if it's cartel, It's that's... not cartel. We are let's let's no, say no, that. Well, okay. If, let's, let's say it's not car- it's, if... it's exclusively American crime. So if even if it's if it's any type of organized crime, regardless yeah. of the ethnicity or group or whatever, yeah, if it's organized, I'd be pretty f- legit scared. Yeah, for people that I know, um, prison seems much lighter than death. Yeah, 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 because they're gonna torture you while they do it potentially, or beat you up or whatever. Yeah, maybe I watched too many movies. Yeah, I don't know. I think they'd just kill you if it was organized. Yeah, they wouldn't torture I feel like you first. Torturing people takes too much effort. Oh, so they're just not even yeah, in that business unless you had information to give the organized crime. Oh, fair. You oh, know? okay. I would assume you, they just. Are you in on this? Thing? Nah, dude, nah, man. I just watch a lot of TV too, man. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, man. That's it's it's interesting that there wasn't a lot to this story, mm-hmm. and that there's just so many cars. Yeah, that's you know, very weird. It's like you know, but this is definitely a to be continued Indeed. headline. Let's get into our next one. Uh, today is a sad day. So they a uh, few weeks ago or a week or two ago, Subaru announced that they're not creating a WRX STI anymore. That's right. But what they are um, creating as an STI yeah. is the Subaru Solterra STI. Okay. Which is their EV platform that they share with Toyota. Now, did you confirm this? Uh-huh. Or are you being April fooled? I, I must be <laughs> April fooled. <laughs> I'm being April fooled. <laughs> Oh my God! I will say that I w- I wasn't able to find anything that confirmed it or denied it. 
because Dodge released the Hydra today. Okay. I don't know if you saw that. No, I did not. A hydrogen uh, muscle car. Okay. They announced for 2026 or something <laughs> like that. I'm so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. You gosh. got caught on the podcast. I did. I did. <laughs> That's Because that article came out today because yes. I saw that too. Yes. I, oh, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. Uh, better one. Here's another one. All right. Uh, Lotus. Okay. They launched the Electra electric SUV this I week. I saw that. It is a. Well, how I feel about electric. And SUV, or specifically, let's just talk about SUV launches, is nobody's excited about it. Yeah. There's no hype. Had it been like the next gen Elise or like the the child of the Elise, whether electric or not, the yeah, the the yeah. power chain doesn't even matter almost. Just the fact that it was an SUV, it's like nobody really cares. Yes, I think it's the purpose behind it, right? Yes. It's a utility vehicle. Right. It's not meant it's to go carve the, mount. It's like it's like somebody saying the We're next coming gen- out with the next generation toaster. I was gonna say Camry, but yes, the, or yeah, or that, yeah, yeah, right? Like, you know, yeah. it's like yeah, cool. Yeah, that's cool, but okay. it's not exciting. Yes, that said, mm. I am excited about the Electra. Electra, why? It looks pretty cool. I mean, it looks cool. Yes, it's a like nine hundred horsepower car. Yeah, equivalent mm-hmm. EV. Um, it looks pretty dope. It looks. I mean, it, to me, it looks like a cool Urus. Ah, that's probably going to be more affordable. Yeah. Hopefully, right? Yeah. Well, they're ex- they're expecting they're not- it to land at one twenty k. Oh, okay. which is more affordable. Yeah, but not than the Urus, the right- but not affordable. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. So that's what they're expecting. But that that's the. I believe the one twenty k one is the base one, which is supposed to be six hundred horsepower. Yes. Which is still a lot, but yes. But it's not the 900 horsepower one. Got it. So it'll be obviously more for. for yeah. Like what my wifey is shopping EV? a car uh-huh. and, and no. Well, she's actually going ice now. Oh, she but is. When I saw the Lotus come out, I was uh-huh. like, oh, dude, this is great for her. That's why you know the price. That's why I know the price. <laughs> That's exactly why I know the price. So I looked it up and I was like, 120K. Forget about <laughs> yeah. it. No way, dude. That's uh, insane. Geez. But yeah, it is a. Uh, Carlos actually sent me the silver one or gray one of those. Okay. And I was like, man, this looks really cool. Like, it's it's what I wish they would have done with the Mustang Mach-E in terms of the shape. Oh, the silhouette. The silhouette the of overall, it looks okay. very clean. Yes, yes. Um, and it's not a concept, when, the one that they released, right? Correct. That's what yeah, it's going to be. It looks be. like close, very close to production. Yeah. Level. I mean, EV is it's like popping up everywhere right yes. now. Yes. The Vin- Vietnamese company that we talked about, I don't know, month, two months ago, VinFast, mm-hmm. who had re- said that they were going to release EVs in America, yeah, have now invested billions in like North Carolina to have a plant out here. Wow. They have the money for that? <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> okay, man. Wow. That's my, that was my first question, too. Uh-huh, I was uh-huh. like, go Vietnam, right, man. Wow. Like, okay. Hell yeah. Coming yeah. back here and like showing us what's up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, their goal is to make affordable EVs. Uh, EVs. So they're going to be kind of like Kia was to ICE. Hope. I mean, we'll see. There's a lot of EV manufacturers. Yeah. Right I mean, now. Tesla or Elon said that making affordable EV cars is impossible. 
I could see that because so much safety is involved now. Well, I'm rooting for the Vietnamese. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they still communist? Uh, are they? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Oh. Their government is still technically communist. Well, I mean, uh, whatever. <laughs> I'm anti-government. Hey, I'm oh, not anti enough, any enough, other specific type of government. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> next headline. On that note, next headline. Porsche might be getting wings, Randy. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And I'll tell you what that means. VW might give the green light to Audi and Porsche to enter F1. Oh, yeah. I heard about that. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, it will be proposed next week Yep, and is expected to go through. Now, Audi is uh, expected to offer 500 million euros or $556 million to McLaren. For their engines? For No, for the team. Oh. Now, McLaren has stated that it's definitely not for sale. And they're not looking for like equity partners, so there is some conflict there. Yeah, but uh, like you mentioned, they're currently using Mercedes engines, and they intend to drop Mercedes for the 2026 F1 changes. Mm. So it seems like there is an opportunity for Audi to jump in there, mm-hmm. but the path seems a little unclear now with Porsche. Their goal is to establish a long-term relationship with Red Bull. Oh, well, the Honda engines are going to be out of um, yeah. sync pretty soon, So right? Porsche is going to come in in several, several years' time, apparently, mm-hmm. and make a partnership with Red Bull, which I was very excited about. Because initially, I was like, well, if Porsche has a team, I'm probably going to want to root for Porsche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm a Red Bull guy. Yeah. And then they were like, well, Porsche's courting Red Bull. So that makes sense. We might have some new players. Mm. BMW, where are you at? <laughs> uh but porsche is cool uh i thought it was interesting that they have to get a green light from volkswagen parent company from the badge yeah uh but i mean ultimately uh, volkswagen said the decision ultimately depends on formula one following through with the plans to switch to synthetic fuels oh really yeah so I, I don't know what it, what there is behind that. Mm-hmm. McLaren is saying no. Audi is saying yes. No comments from Red Bull at this time that I can hear of. Yeah. But it'd be cool to get some new players in there and some new engines. Although I have I I do have a healthy appreciation appreciation for Honda and what do they've you? done in F one. Yeah, they were an embarrassment when they just when they came back. Yeah. Well, would, and it, would you say an embarrassment or they were just not doing as well? Um, the, well, I should say their engines were failing a lot Yeah. for Red Bull a few years ago. Yeah. Pre-Max Verstappen, I, th- I believe, if I recall correctly. Was it for Red Bull or was it for... Or somebody else. Was it somebody else that they were providing for? Oh, was it AlphaTauri? My... Or what was the I forget. I, I, for, I forget the T. It's like, it's like right at the tip of my tongue, but I forget who they were actually making engines for. Yeah, and it was just absolute garbage. Who their part was when it? Fernando Alonso was driving for gosh McLaren. Yeah, it was for McLaren. Yeah, yes. it was for McLaren. It was for yeah. McLaren. Yes, it was for McLaren. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that that partnership ended with McLaren because they couldn't figure Correct. it out. Correct. And now and they then won. They went with Renault. Is McLaren still running Renault engines? I have zero clue. Yeah, me too. Yes. Anyway. So yeah, we got some might get some new players by 2026 in F1. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be interesting to see Porsche. Not so much Audi. I don't really care about them. Yep. Uh, it sucks because I really, really like McLaren, mm-hmm. but I don't like Audi because yes. I'm a BMW guy. Yeah, but you like Porsche, which is part of Volkswagen. Well, Group. Por- the Porsche, the por- well, they own a stake. Okay. Right okay. in Porsche. Mm-hmm. 
it isn't like Lamborghini and Audi where they are mm-hmm. part of the Vag. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's gonna be hard to root for McLaren, which I have no problem. I, I root for McLaren now. Yes, I'm a Lando, definitely a Ricardo fan, Lando fan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But with Audi involved, it's gonna be tricky. Mm. If they do get involved, we'll see. I, I mean, see, still, I see. they still, need, they're still just getting the green light from V Dub. So right. who knows what moves they actually make? That's interesting. That'd but it's crazy cool. to me, like to think that those volumes of money just for well air quotes just for, for anything racing. right yeah for anything yeah but like true. to just decide oh yeah like, you know let's let's dedicate a billion dollars to a racing program yeah that but is... i'm sure it yields well more probably it has to yes right you don't just yes. burn money like i that. think in 2020 f1 lost like half a billion dollars because on the books right right, right, right like right, yeah. it's sort of accounting versus economics <laughs> right yeah what because what they gained was fans new fans yeah yeah well and like because we all sat on our asses and watched drive to survive yeah <laughs> we binge yeah. watched that shit but right? there's there's a way and i won't get into the details of it but there's a way of a company coming in with negative earnings mm. and still having a profit Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it it's there might be some of that going on, yes. especially in motorsport and in most sports, right? Or and, former uh, presidents. Oh, oh just, former. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just well, kidding. Let's not go there. Currents, formers, yes. whatever. Who knows? <laughs> Any president? Yes. Okay. Uh, Next headline. No. <laughs> Next and final headline for me. A uh, huge announcement today or this week from Toyota. I think I'm back in the Toyota camp. Uh, no, I won't say almost. I, I'm back in the Toyota camp. I don't own one, but their cars are the ones I want now. They, what they're doing yes. is making me a Toyota guy. They are pleasing the enthusiasts. Wow, with, 100%. With amazing products. Yeah. And they announced this week the Corolla GR4. Yeah. Um, a huge... Uh, homage to the rally um, history. Yeah, although it's a circuit edition, right? I mean, it's sort of a right, track car. Right, right, right. But, but yeah. After the Celica um, got penalized for um, cheating, yeah, they went with a Corolla. Right. So the same 3S GTE was in a Corolla for a while. Yeah. So my question to you was... Um, from the lens of a non-Toyota guy, or not, you know, like you're not a BMW is your thing. Yeah, I, I grew up Toyota, Toyota guy. Toyota. Yeah, yeah. Um, should it have been a Celica, because that has the truer rally uh, history? Um, they won. Y- yes, they cheated, but they won with the Celica. You're a Celica guy. Uh yeah. I'm, I have to say, I am biased. That's um, why I wanted to ask. Uh, should they have re-released the Celica? As an all-wheel drive Integra fighter, which would have been probably so it better. Would have been a, it would have been a coupe. It would have been a 1.6, the same specs, coupe. But coupe. Or four. Let's just be honest. It would have been a four-door with coupe-like stylings. If, or it, if it's going to be a four-door, well, here's the thing. Like, mm-hmm. it, it almost doesn't matter. True. Because they could have released the Corolla as a Celica. Yes, they could have called right? it a Celica. The Corolla, for as long as I've known it, for the most part, apart from maybe the 80s, mm-hmm. wasn't a hatchback, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. So the fact that they brought the Corolla back, they could have brought it back as the Celica. 
Yes, they could have and just called it a Celica. And just called it a Celica and yes. this would have been a Celica and yes. there would have been no difference. And that would have wet my panties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this one doesn't. The, uh, because no, it, I mean, it does, yes. It, oh, it does. It does, but it is hard to overlook the fact that it says Corolla on the back. A little bit, I have to admit, as a as an older. Hey, so explain that to me because see, I don't I don't have a I I don't have a a gauge for Corolla sitting above Celica other than like the Supra, right? Yeah, but uh, it's I don't really ha- so so why does the Celica sit higher than the Corolla in the I hierarchy? Mean, that's just obviously personal choice, but right? I would say like, um. This is the first time Corolla has been used, aside from the 8.6, um, in a like very a very sporty sense. Okay. That name doesn't really associate with sports car history of any kind from my memories. Oh, yeah, for the Although, longest time. Yes, it did. Like I just said, it had the rally version, and it was a hatch-esque rally car um, yeah. in the mid or late 90s. Uh, but nonetheless, as an American... Corolla doesn't associate at all that way. For yeah. Me. So it's hard for me to overlook that, I think, a little bit. Yeah. Thus, I would probably still lean 8.6. Yeah. Or Supra. But nonetheless, this is like an amazing family car, sports car, like fun car, car. I will say, around. if I were in the market for an 8.6 right now, mm-hmm. I'm getting the Corolla. You are? Yeah. yeah. 100%. Okay. Uh, now if I had, if I was more inclined to be a drifter, mm-hmm. I might reconsider that decision. Okay. Uh, so but I mean, 300 horsepower, yep. uh, a turbo power plant that you could probably tune to more, a little bit more. It's only a 1.6. Yeah. So it's, well, I mean, we'll see. I mean, mm-hmm. we'll see how they engineered the, I mean, I know the super is a BMW motor, so, yeah. yep. um, all wheel drive, mm-hmm. you know, six speed. Four yes. doors, convenience. You can adjust the bias of the power. 50-50 versus 70-30. Yes. So you have the ability to get some drifties in. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. It, you know, even on the presentation, they were having some trouble. Okay. I don't know if you saw the videos. No, I didn't watch any of the actual like show-off videos. Okay, yeah. So yeah. They're, they're, you can see the all-wheel driveness in there. But, okay. I mean, I'm looking at it from a dual-duty get around town and go to the track car. Mm. And I think this one hits it, hits right? it. Yeah. It hits it 300 horsepower in that little car. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to have a ton of fun. Okay. A ton of fun. Uh, you know, where is the civic type R going to land? That's what, well, that was my next question. You know, it's, it's a, the type R has a little more power. Yes, but more it's room. O- only front wheel drive. But it's probably got more room to get more power because it's two, two, uh, two liter. It's a two liter, yeah. Two liter four. This is a one point six three. Yeah, but it doesn't have all wheel drive. Yeah, no all wheel drive. It does look a little bigger, at least from what I've seen so far. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I yes. don't know. And they and they're probably going to land in the same price range, right? I would imagine. so. What other hot hatches are there now? None. It's right? the Type R. I mean, in the states, there's nothing else. I think right. In, let, let's just yeah, talk the states. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the states, the Type nothing. R, which kind of barely counts, but it counts. Yes. Now we have the GR Corolla. Yes. Does the GTI? Is there an R? I think there is an R. So, but it's sort of like the forgotten hot hatch because it's never really like super. It's not over right. over the edge yeah. with anything. It's yeah. very. 
it and just, it's not all-wheel drive. Like their all-wheel drive system is like a joke. Is it? Yeah, it's like it's like temporary all-wheel drive or something like that. Oh, I, for, I forget okay. what what it actually did. Okay. But okay. Yeah, I don't know. The, I think the the GR Corolla is coming in as a really, really, really a, appealing option, even for someone that's not in the market for a car. Mm. You know, the the Focus RS. Yes. Has been on my radar for so long. Yes. And I would get the GR Corolla before I got the Focus RS. Well, why is that? I'm because curious. my dad said that Ford does great oh, job yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on yes. eight cylinders, Papa but they don't that, yeah. know four cylinders. Oh, and okay. if you can get Toyota reliability yeah. and the performance, yeah. which they have shown time and time again yes. with the Supra, with the 8.6, mm-hmm. and now with the GR Corolla, right. I just it just makes sense. Now, the one thing I think the GR Corolla is not going to have that the Supra does is I don't think the Supra is going to be worth a lot of money. Long I think the term. Supra, I'm mean, uh, the Corolla. I think the Corolla is going to be like the 86 where there's going to be a ton of them and they're going to be cheap eventually. Ah, uh, so you think it the okay, it won't have that uh the aura that causes it to have a overpriced. Yeah. And what does the 86 cost? Like 20 26 high 20s 27 high 20s. 28 yeah. where do you think the gr corolla is gonna land probably high 30s high, high 30s which sucks mid 30s is where i'm comfortable on that car yeah so 35 even 35 is makes sense probably pre-covid that's probably where it was priced but high like almost 40k or it, what does a type r cost isn't it like mid 30s well msrp is like 37 MSRP is 37 for a Type R? I believe so, yes. Uh, okay. So it makes sense that it would land in there, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oof. So, are, yeah, are we getting more car for the Corolla or the Type R? I think it's... I, I don't... Because of all-wheel drive, I think it's, it's a so, different factor. Yeah, I think it's so close, uh-huh. like on paper, yeah. that I don't feel like speaking about it until uh, I see the performance. Okay, okay. And over the next few months, we're going to see them mm-hmm. like probably try to break track records, Nürburgring right. runs, right. and see how it's doing. Mm-hmm. It'd be interesting to see them outperform the Type R. Yes. Um, I'm curious. I am too. Have you driven... The Corolla, uh, the sorry, the GR Yaris in uh, Gran Turismo. I know that's not a one. No, I have not. No. Or have you even tried? Well, you probably had to drive the eight six, right? Oh yeah. In in uh, but that's a totally different car. I know, and it's it's again, it's a video game. But when I played the license uh, stage for the eight six, yeah, I immediately was like, wow, this is actually really nice compared to all the other stages. I had to play the car. Right. Oh, the yeah. The feel of the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if that is a true, I mean, it's not true, but if it's a good representation, I'm even interested in that car. The 8.6? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the thing is you can't really flex with an 8.6. For sure. You know? You guys like, spend a ton of money for it. I mean, it, it's like it's like flex. the Honda Civics. It is. Uh, But a little bit more fun. It's I, I'd say it's, it's better performing, but I, what I mean is there, there's such a high volume of them being oh, sold okay. that they're That's not flashy. Yes. Whereas the, I think the Corolla is going to be cool for like the next year or so. Ah, so you, you know? think it has that factor. It has that going for uh-huh. I mean, it's new, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's something that we haven't seen before. Yes. It's an exclusive Toyota product. Mm. Um, I'm interested. I'm interested for sure. Like, where does... like. How many points? Let's say let's say the Nissan Z has ten points, right? Okay. And now the GR Corolla is out. 
how many points would you take away from the Nissan Z and give them to the Corolla? In terms of like from a buying perspective, cool factor perspective, what, however you want to measure it. I mean, ooh, that's an interesting question. I think you have more um, the the Z is probably more of a chick magnet, so you gotta. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the real factor, right? It's more of a sports car. I, it's a true sports car I mean, from that perspective. Okay, I think for right? chick, for chick magnet, I give them both a score of zero. <laughs> really? Yeah. Even the Z. Yeah. I mean, I think I think, I mean, being in the car world, that yes. as long as we have been, yes. I think the chick magnet thing about cars is a myth. That's a thousand percent true. You know, I've only yes. ever had dudes come up to my <laughs> yeah. car. I only get thumbs up from dudes all <laughs> yeah. day long. Although, yeah. Yes. So, but anyway, yeah. 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 Um, so I still give that to the Z, though. A little right. Bit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So with that said, I give three points off the – I'd shave three points off the Z. So there is a little bit. To give to the Corolla. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's hard because, you know, as you progress through the stage of car ownership, yes. you, you sort of outgrow the previous cars. Yes. And sometimes I feel like maybe a hot hatch is just not the car for me to have anymore. So you'll never end up back in it, I think. Right? I, I think I will. Okay. Sometimes I feel that way. Uh, yeah. But then I'm like, why? Like, it's it's my own mental barrier, right? I would I would enjoy the hell out of a GR Corolla. Oh yeah, without question. Yeah, dude, yes. that'd be awesome. Mm, yeah. But it's kind of like, would I replace the E ninety two with it? Probably not, right? It's a different vibe. I probably wouldn't. You yeah. know? Because you already have a track. But would car. I replace the E thirty six with it? Uh, as a track car, you? Yeah, mean? as a track car. Well, shit, you get reliability. You yeah. probably get a free year of NASA membership. With I, it. I, that's probably true. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> Not that the only it, thing but... I'm worried about is with turbo cars is heat soak. Right. So that's the only thing to figure out. Which so I'm I, not going to be a guinea pig. But this is the same platform that they've used in WRC. That's true, too. So the maybe it's already been tested. I would say yes. But if they try, I guess maybe that's going to warrant the $40,000 price tag. Right. Uh, if exactly. If they use... The proper cooling parts, right? Correct, because it's a different Yeah, if they kind of cheap out on that to yeah. make us deal with it, mm. maybe not that that's not cool. But yes. I don't know that Toyota's really known for that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that's pretty exciting. I am, yeah. It's, I'm I would curious. Love, I want to see it on the road. I wonder how bad MSRP is going to get hit. Um, or, uh, sorry, dealer uh, Costs. Don't get me started yeah. on that. We'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll go the rest of this episode talking right. about that. But anyway, right, let's get nice. to my last headline. For once, I'm actually happy about going to lose money in Vegas. Oh, yeah. They just announced Formula One is having a night race mm-hmm. in 2023. Yes. And before I get into any of the information, are you locked in to go? Well, you say on the mic today that in November of 2023, you're going to be in Vegas Watching F1 cars on the strip. I can't say yes because uh, I, here's why. I think it's going to be like Super Bowl money. So? Two grand just to sit and watch it on the stands? Yeah. I don't know if I could sweat two grand to sit. Oh, to dude, watch you just spent like of- eight grand on Honda parts. Yeah, because I can like live with it. <laughs> <laughs> it lives with me. And it's like, Yes. But oh. like a week, throwing a, a day. Or You're gonna a make a event. vacation of it, right? I I Let's mean, say four days. 
three ho- grand hotel costs aside i'm just talking about just the event itself. well see my ideal f1 experience in mm-hmm. vegas would be getting a hotel that can overlook the track and so i can watch the race when the cars pass by but i'm still watching it on tv i think those are going to cost five figures at least per night five figures I per do, night because it's only the aria that has a balcony yeah um, it actually crosses through polo towers i think some of Man, the oh let's get I polo think- towers <laughs> But you can't hear the car. You can only see it through the window. Oh, man. Because you know? not a lot of hotels there have balconies. Yeah, that's true. Right? They're but you'll still be able to hear it through the windows. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. But it's like... That's kind of lame, though. It's very lame. I was yeah. thinking about that factor. Yeah, like, it would have to be like balcony or yeah. rooftop type of situation. Yes. Yeah, you want to be in the... I mean, the, the pool party places will be like jam-packed. Yeah. And- I mean, I bought a piggy bank specifically to start saving up. <laughs> For F one, would dude. you spend four figures or five I, figures I for would, tickets? I would spend four I, figures. I y- for tickets four, four for the weekend. Four figures. Yeah, yeah. Four, I'm ready. To, I'm ready to spend four figures. You'd spend G's to go watch it for the I'd weekend. I'd spend G's to have a week F one weekend in Vegas. Okay, just for the tickets. So you, let's say you're close to five figures. Oh just yeah, for the dude. Whole weekend. My ass is eating ramen all weekend, <laughs> but uh-huh. I'm paying. For, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go see. I'm gonna go see it. I mean, I would For love sure. if it's cost, um, if it's not cost prohibitive, I would go. And by cost prohibitive, I mean like. I thought you were a car guy, Randy. If it's more than a thousand bucks for the weekend or just it's a gonna race. Be. It's going to be. And that's what Austin became this year, this yeah, past year. Yeah. When Megan D. Stallion just jacked up the prices, dude. Uh, who the hell is that? <laughs> I don't know why she was there. Maybe because it was in Texas. And I think Did she really Texas. jack up the prices? Dude. Who she, is like she was I know there. who she is, right? Yes. But who the hell is she? You know what I mean? She's like, a rapper. I, I like yes. I know who she is, right? Yes. But what I'm saying is, who right. is she in the world yes. that merits in a price increase based on her? Right. But all the stars were at Austin this past year. Yeah. And it jacked up the prices. So um, Miami is yeah. gonna be insane because that's like the Vegas on the East Coast. I, I hope they go to Miami and get tired of it there. That would be cool. Yeah. That would be absolutely cool, but I just leave, don't know. Leave the Vegas to the scummy fools. Well, let me add another layer, too. Is like, w- This is probably not likely, but who knows? What if it's the same week as SEMA? Fuck SEMA. Well, no. What I mean by that is, like, can you imagine like just the car world going like, apeshit? Well, if, I mean, SEMA already started planning for 2023, probably. Probably. So it's... Almost always the first week of November. Yeah. They I mean, said it wasn't going to be Thanksgiving. If you were SEMA. If I was SEMA. Would you plan for F1 weekend or avoiding F1 weekend? That's a good question. I would lean towards avoiding. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's an industry show, so. But can you imagine the God, like, you would just be a draw because you're the event be- right before F1. Yeah. So there's this, like, it's. It's just like a the world's fair for just car people and car things. Man. All there. You people are driving Ferraris at the exotics lot. People are renting the JDM cars at that JDM rental car place. Nah, screw four figures. <laughs> I'm going five figures, man. I'm telling you, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be nuts. It's gonna be money, money, money it's for gonna everyone. Be nu- but I think if we get like, you know, let's get a penthouse, right? We'll gather like fifty people. <laughs> Sure, all the poor enthusiasts <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with shit boxes. We'll call it the yes. grassroots penthouse. Yes. Right. And it's <laughs> it's uh-huh. it's all like the broke foos in yeah. in a room. Yes. And yes. then we're good to go. Uh I, I don't mean, know that I can do that anymore. 
Yeah. I know, like, in college, <laughs> I would have absolutely right. done that. Yes, yes. But now, at, at the very least, like... You didn't even want me to sleep in your room. Hell no. <laughs> yeah, like, I need, I'm so tired. Like, the roommate thing was cool yeah. for a little while, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, but... Yeah, yeah, yes. After a while, you just need your own space, sure. you know? Like, for you sure. can't be holding in farts anymore, you know? <laughs> you, got, you, you did? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> but nonetheless, yes. But, yeah, F1. okay, so you're questionable. I just think it's going to be so game, expensive. Game time decision. I really think... Even five months before, six months before. I think so, too, uh-huh. but I don't care. You know what we should try to do is uh, use our software skills to buy tickets on the site ASAP at MSRP so that we can just... Uh, <laughs> Actually, you're right. Right? Yeah. As much as I hate get bots. In, yeah, get in normal yeah. and, or scalp a few, maybe. No, I don't want to <laughs> scalp. That, that would go against my own philosophy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah let's talk okay. about this after the mic. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think that could get me to go for sure. Okay. If I can pay at cost, I'm cool. Or a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, I'd be down for 500 bucks for yeah. a weekend. I'm interested to see how they're going to sell tickets because the track layout, it's all over the city, right? Are they going to yeah. block off the whole city? That's the part that blows my mind. Yeah. How do you get into your hotel regardless of which side the track is on? Oh, man. Because that hotel is... Basically, I mean, there's got to be rear entrances that are going to be available. There always are for the self parking. Yeah, that's those probably hotels. how they're going to do it. But the ballers, they want to be on that valet. Who shit. Ballers, you know, but sorry, like, ballers. But you know, that's how like the hotels also cater to that. Type yeah, of, that's why Vegas is a drag, man. Uh, yeah, those people. Yes, for yeah. sure. Yes, because we're not them. <laughs> 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 those people with their Ferrari. Yeah, cool cars. but anyway, yes. so it's going to be on a Saturday. It is. Well, it's going to be a full weekend yes. in November. The race is on um, Saturday night. One of three races in the U.S. You mentioned Austin in miami mm-hmm. now it's vegas um there will be 14 turns mm-hmm. three straights mm-hmm. one high speed cornering sequence a single chicane a total of 3.8 miles mm. on the lap and then a 50 total lap run yes right and mm-hmm. top speeds expected to hit 212 miles per hour oh wow on, a, on That's the strip be, yeah man I, like i'm wow. surprised like they're i mean who knows it's expected right i mean yes. but I just roads aren't great for like public roads, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's gonna be interesting to see those cars running that quickly on the strip. I mean, the photos from the over the walk um, crosswalks that are over the street. Yeah, just with the neon lights in the background and like all the cars coming at you. Yeah. Oh gosh, yes. It's yeah, just, and you still want putting conditions on going? Man. Um, if it's affordable, yes. Really, it's yeah. just affordability question. I think it might be worth sell- selling the S2000. I actually <laughs> sp- paused and thought about it. So, so no, like, it's not. <laughs> the not profit could pay for that weekend. Yeah, uh, yeah, man. Yes, oh, man. I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. I'm I excited mean, as hell. I'm excited regardless. I yeah. think it's awesome. It's really close to us. Can you imagine the traffic coming home oh, from Vegas? That's why I'm thinking that like I'm gonna have to come back like on Monday, Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. No, it's gonna be a pain. To get in and out. For, yes. Towards yeah. California. Oh, my no, God. L.A. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Like, I'm, like, seeing, like, the Instagram reaction, and I'm just... All, all I can think of is, man... Everybody. Everybody and their mom's going to be there. All the movie stars in Los Angeles oh, will be God. there. I hope Will Smith yes. doesn't go. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he does. <laughs> oh, man. Yes. But this is not the first time F1 has been That's in right. Vegas. Yes. So now we're going to get into some history. F1 history 
Las Vegas. Mm. So in 1981 and 1982, Vegas hosted the Caesars Palace Grand Prix, yes. which sounds like a bad joke. Yes. And sounds like a worse joke when I'm going to tell you the rest of this story. Okay. So on October 17, 1981, that's when they hosted the first F1 event. And the reason why it happened is because Watkins Glen in New York went bankrupt and they couldn't fill financial obligations to the teams, to the F1 teams, okay. to the tune of $800,000 mm. in the 80s, which is like, what, like $3 billion now? Probably. Um, mm-hmm. So something like that. So the track was conveniently deemed unfit mm. for F1. Okay. Up to this point, that I think they had done like a decade of ra- races at Watkins Glen. Okay. So then last minute, they just decided, okay, we're going to build an F1 track at the Caesars Palace parking lot. Yes. And Motoring News at the time claimed it was the Mickeyest Mouse track ever. <laughs> yeah. And do you know what a Mickey Mouse is? Well, I mean, ghetto rigged? Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. That's what a way to summarize uh-huh. that. Sort of ghetto rigged. So the mm-hmm. track was only 2.2 miles long. Okay. It had 14 turns. But it was like a like three switchbacks. Yes, right. Yeah, I saw that. I'll post. Uh, we'll put the 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 track up here so you mm-hmm. can see it. There was a total of seventy five laps, but the issue was that instead of going clockwise like most F one tracks, mm-hmm. they went counterclockwise. Okay. So what they were encountering is that due to the heat, a lot of the drivers were encountering back and neck problems because they were used to the g's pulling them clockwise their muscles were like yeah 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 (laughs) yeah exactly versus this way yeah so they're having issues on the track you know lots of heavy braking points Mm. following straights with so many switchbacks yeah so they had a ton of brakes failed ton of gearbox issues ton of engines issues over the course of the two years that the grand prix ran in vegas there there Mm -hmm. were 32 retirements okay wow that's almost the full like <laughs> yeah. the the you know yes. the full race yeah. and it's uh, a lot of the dust in Vegas too led to issues with traction for the F1 cars and that was before anything was like really well developed yeah yeah exactly in that area yes. and really the goal of even having it in Vegas was uh, to kind of shed the mafia image this was one of the things that they used to hopefully shed the mafioso image of Vegas. At they wanted time. to yeah, they wanted to make it more prestigious and they thought F1 would help them achieve that. Okay. But everything went absolutely poorly. The mechanics complained about how tiny their pit, the pit space was. They could barely fit the cars in there. Mm-hmm. So they didn't really have a lot of room to work. No garages in Vegas. <laughs> and this was a day race, right? It wasn't a night race. And it's not like they had easy ups at the time. Exactly. No, no such thing as an easy up. <laughs> then. It was a day race. It, it was a day race. So there was it was I mean, the sun was blazing. Granted, it was in October, yeah. but it's still hot. It's still under hot the in sun. October. It's still hot. Yeah. Yes. So uh, it it didn't go well. And either because of it being hastily put together or just because America wasn't that invested in F1, the attendance was poor. In 1982, so this is the second year, they only had 30,000 people attend the race. Mm. Imagine if that that would happen this year. Oh, I would be there for sure. Oh, that would be so beautiful. (laughs) Well, would you do it with a shitty track like that? Yeah. You'd still go? Yeah, I'd still go. I'd still go check it out. I mean, I probably wouldn't assume that the track is shitty. Okay. 
uh, man, I don't know. Looking at it and reading about it, I, I you, it's easy to realize that this was a shitty track. Yeah, definitely. In, like, like I mean, lot. just if someone tells you, oh yeah, we're making the F one track in the Caesar's Palace parking lot. Yeah, it's like, like so it's autocross. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it's not yeah. F one. That's yes, autocross. Right. Uh, so it didn't go too well. Um, and the NAV8s had the advantage because of all the switchbacks, mm. the turbo cars suffered from extreme lag. Oh yeah. So there was sense. a huge disparity between those two cars in the field. And so it, everyone was having a bad time in 1981. There was a three day, three way battle for the title. And, and I'll, what I'll take right now too, is that both of these races were final races in the championship of each of those <laughs> years. You know, it wasn't like this was just some auxiliary race in the beginning of the season. Right. These were races that decided outcomes of the championship. Yeah. Both years. Mm -hmm. So in 1981, uh, William Car Williams, Carlos Rootman, an Argentinian, came in with 49 points. And then Nelson Piquet, 48 points. And then uh, Latifi, uh, 43 points going into the race. Uh, Piquet struggled with neck issues sure. and back issues due to the fatigue. Uh, but still managed to win the championship that year. In 1982, Kiki Rosberg, uh, McLaren's John Watson, and Ferrari's DDA Peroni uh, were competing for the championship in that final race, finally being taken by Rosberg. He took a fifth place to win the championship in that year. Um, that 1982 race was also the last race for Mario Andretti. Mm. It's the last time he raced. He raced in Vegas, at least for F1. Um, and it was another American by the name of Eddie Cheever also was one of his last races. And he actually got third in that race in a turbo car. Um, so after the 1982 race, F1 said, goodbye, Vegas. We're not doing this anymore. Um, in the 1990s, there was another attempt. But cause the casinos couldn't agree on where the track should be. So they scrapped it in the 90s. Mm. And then later on, uh, once Liberty Media took over in yeah. F1, they wanted to have the race again in Vegas. And uh, it was being backed by China. Oh, so people didn't want that? Uh, or who knows? I don't know if that came Behind into play. The they pitched it as a night race. Uh, but again, they couldn't figure it out, and it never happened. Mm. Uh, so now we get to present day. And yes. now we have the race actually happening. Mm -hmm. I've seen you've seen the track map. Oh yeah. Oh man. Yes. It looks it looks nice. It's what we thought or we're hoping for when it's we talked we were, about exactly, this like months ago. Exactly. Yes. If they would have come up with some of the Caesar's Palace bullshit, would have been like, nah. <laughs> yes. Nah. But they the the track looks pretty cool. I am worried about the logistics of. Show. I mean, we talked we talked about this last time too. Yes. It's kind of like, well, what? Wh how do we? How, how do they figure what? it out? What do they block off? How do people get in? How do people get out? But I'm sure they'll figure it out. It's 2023. They're announcing it now. They've probably been planning it for the last two years. Yeah. At least I hope they have. Yes. So that is a history in F1, specifically with Las Vegas. I hope it's not the same disaster. Yeah. Um, Vegas is dirty. What do you mean by that? The you know when we're, you're when you're on the road, right? Mm -hmm. There's all the little leaflets from the guys with the boobs. You yes, know, like, yes, yes. There's just dirt and food all over the strip. There is. So like, is a team gonna come in and just completely clean everything out, mm, top yeah. to bottom? Yeah. 
You know, they have to. They have to. That's yeah. uh, probably doable. Yeah. But yeah, there's like the creepers with the costumes on. We ask you, you know. Yeah. Wearing Elmo suits, asking for picture money for pictures. <laughs> there's like those weirdos. Yeah. Right? There's there is a uh, yeah a sleazy side to Vegas that's present even on the strip. Yeah. Like, will they still allowed weed sales? At those uh, weed shops that are on the strip. I mean, they have to. They have to. Yeah. But it is definitely. I will say the past few times we've gone to Vegas, it really smells like pot. Yeah. Everywhere. <laughs> yes, it does. Everywhere. I mean, you can carry alcohol and walk around with it everywhere you go. Ooh, man. Yeah. Not that the drivers will do that, but it, it'll be. There's so much to this topic. Oh, my God. There's. It's going to be so much fun, dude. <laughs> yeah. It, it will be a wild party. Yeah. It will sure. be a wild, wild party. I'm going to have to make sure I catch the race. <laughs> you know, there's a good chance. That's the difficult part. Yeah, of it. there's a good yeah. chance you party too hard and yes. don't even get to see the race. Like we almost couldn't go co- trying to cover it. Not that we would be invited. Oh, no, to cover I wouldn't it as want media. to. No. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't want to. The work most you're that. getting out of me is like some stories. Yes. You know, Yeah. yeah but yeah. yeah, I'm not going to try to cover it. I want to yes. I want to get the experience. Yes. Yeah. They might ask me to drive, so I got to be ready. <laughs> 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 but anyway, let's move into our next topic. The E92 M3 yes. gave me some drama, man. It did. So, yeah, last week. Mm-hmm. After our episode. After, well, I, I I brought the E92 because I hadn't driven it in a while. And after the episode, uh, we were getting ready to go home. And I walk out there, and there is a huge puddle mm-hmm. in front of But it's like, it, it looked like water had run down. Yes. But it was fairly dry at that point. Mm-hmm. Um and I I scrub my finger across the ground just to see if it's wet and it's not really wet. Okay. So I'm in denial, right? I'm like, nah, it's not really a, that big of an issue. Mm-hmm. I get in the car, I turn it around, turn it on. The car is reading low coolant level. Good old German engineering. I you. am still in denial at this point. Yep. I'm like, nah, it can't be it. What like what coolant issues could I be having? It's not a big deal, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I turn the car on. I get out of the car. I look out. And there's a fresh streak of coolant running down your street. Yep. I'm like, oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Yes. So I back up the car and I'm like, well, I'm going to have to leave it here. Might as well, like, check, you know, what's going on. This is kind of I I told you of the problem. Right. Yes. And so you're trying to kind of help me figure it out. We jack up the car. And I noticed that the um, the drain plug is gone. Mm hmm. But the part that I didn't notice is that it not just the drain plug was gone until I start looking down the road to where my car was, where I moved it from. Yeah. And there's a little white plastic piece sitting yes. on the street. Yes. And I'm like, oh, crap. So it's the drain plug and another thing yeah. that came out of the radiator. And so all the fluid came out, which is what the drain plug is attached to. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So so I I put the the thing back in. Mm-hmm. Well, actually no, you took me to Vaughn's. We buy some distilled water. Yes. Cuz originally we are like, oh, we might have to go to Autos on the by the part or whatever, yeah, and but I was like, well, <laughs> as a Honda guy, I'm like, well, can we just get the part 
at AutoZone. Yeah, and, and we could get you could get the drain plug. Okay, but not the extra sleeve that, right. that you so can it's, find. It's like the but condom. But since I had it, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 And since I had it, uh-huh. I was like, oh well, I wasn't sure if it was broken or not. I was like, so I put it on and it was kind of snug. I'm like, oh, it'll hold. Yeah. So we get the water. I pour the water into the expansion tank, and I'm like, okay, we're good to go. You know, mm-hmm. close it up, good to go. I start driving home, and then I notice that the gas pass is still in my car, the one you gave me for parking. Yes. So I'm like, oh, I got to give this back to Randy. Uh-huh. Thank goodness. Because <laughs> uh-huh. as soon as I pull out of your driveway, I see more water. Yeah. And I start driving down again, and I'm driving down looking at my side view mirror the whole time, uh-huh. and I'm just leaving a streak down the <laughs> whole I'm like, oh, my God, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here we go. So I, I drive back. You still had the garage open, luckily. And you're like, oh, what the hell happened? I'm like, I'm still leaking. Yes. So I, get, I, <laughs> I, I park the car again. I take a look, and the, the white little sleeve popped yes. out again yep and you and went to retrieve i it went again. to retrieve it It was in the middle of the street down your almost block. run over almost by somebody. Run, it, they came within millimeters yes but it wouldn't have mattered anyway true because it turns out that there was two tabs on that thing that was broken okay now the annoying part is that you can't find this part anywhere like local auto parts of no course. o'reilly's no napa uh-huh. no AutoZone. i tried everything yeah so it's like okay i ordered it immediately uh-huh and you hit it right on the head with like it's never ever been so apparent to me the german over engineering yes i tried looking like for what it's a valve and apparently it's supposed to block coolant uh and to keep it in the radiator longer something like that right really but i've never i haven't been able to find anything concrete yet on why on why right yes. every other car i've ever mm-hmm. owned right mm-hmm. there's a drain plug and that's it yeah you just buy an auto right? zone i bought a nishimoto radiator for e36 there's yes. a drain plug and that's it yes there's nothing else to because it because you just said a japanese brand yeah, yeah <laughs> you're right you're right yeah that's a good point that yes. is a good point yeah. <laughs> that is a really good point uh-huh but what what bmw decided to do was yes. put a valve uh-huh that you can easily twist and break because it's plastic soup the tabs are super thin easily twist and break yep. and then into that sleeve like you mentioned the condom uh-huh you put the drain plug the metal drain plug the metal drain plug well that one i bought aftermarket it's actually plastic usually oh really yeah it's actually i wish i need to grab that from you so plastic and plastic it's plastic and plastic German and the, the, the original issue with mine is that the the plastic drain plug that went into that sleeve actually broke. Okay. In the car, just broke itself. Yeah, no duck. It's, it's plastic, plastic. <laughs> right? It's brittle, right? Yeah, it's so dealing I, with chemicals. I do not and, get this. Yeah. I don't get any of this. So I mean, okay. they're trying to save money, I guess, or whatever. And uh, so, uh, you know, it, it's uh, there's no way I'm gonna get this car home. I ask you if I can leave it here. Mm-hmm. So we leave it here. Thank you for driving me home sure. that day. Uh, so I ordered the part immediately, even before leaving. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I was hoping to get the part sooner so I can come work on the car like Monday or Tuesday, but it didn't arrive till Thursday. <laughs> okay. And it wasn't until literally just before this podcast yes. that we put it all back together. Correct. And it was it's really just this. It just doesn't make sense to me. And what's crazy is from my view, I can see the leak happening right now. Uh, you, what do you mean? <laughs> April Fool, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, no, I don't want to deal with this shit again. Oh, damn, you got me, man. Okay. You got me. It's so. It yeah. was just. It's just those little things are just so annoying. Yeah. You know, but I'm glad that it wasn't like a broken radiator or something like that. It's sure. as simple as just a plug that fell out. But the thing is that it was my fault. Okay, why? So when I when I replaced the the drain plug itself, the drain plug itself because that was leaking, mm-hmm. I actually turned that little valve, the extra drain plug that they have. Yeah, I turned it and broke those tabs. I see. But I'm I wasn't familiar with that concept of having two drain plugs one inside each other. Right? You're not German. Exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? I'm okay. like, why, why? Why would you even do this? Yes. So I broke it, but because I didn't know that I broke it, I thought it was just like a. I just heard a pop. Oh, I just left yeah, it in yeah, there yeah, yeah. and then put the the brass brain, drain plug that I bought, put it, it in, yeah. and then left it there. And that was like three months ago. It seemed like more than that. Yeah, but like, I don't drive the car much. I'll say that. I don't drive the car much, but I enough. had driven it a lot. And thankfully, it wasn't until I arrived at your house that it completely fell out. That's very true. It's weird that 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 it happened that way. You're very lucky. Yeah, because if I would have happened like in traffic on the freeway, yes, I would have been fucked. Basically, yeah, because then I would have been at full temp, and all the uh, the coolant falls out. I'm overheating for sure. Ah, uh, yes, and that's not good for any engine. Yes, indeed. so it was my fault, sort of my own like ignorance of German over engineering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but luckily, I was you know able to resolve it here on your, in your driveway. Yeah. I left coolant everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> not the <laughs> first time the street, here. Yeah. yeah, not the first time things yeah. have leaked. Prelude. Has yeah, done, yeah, on me too. Yeah, but yeah, what a pain in the ass, man. So does for- it convince you still to sell the car, or are you still now? Nah. Nah, okay, nah. <laughs> I think it would it would take something more dramatic. It, okay. This is one of those things where it's like it's annoying, but it's not a big deal. Okay, you know, it's just kind of I'm more annoyed at BMW engineering for making it this way. Yes, but now what I'm worried about is that the uh, it's a plastic radiator, right? I mean the the, the plug. The, yes, the no, condom. No, the, the, the condom. no, the radiator, right? The, oh, it's the, the side tanks are plastic since the like the E30 since even before the E36, I think the. The so radi- the radiator is metal, yes. but the tanks on the side, they're not expansion tanks, but yeah. like reservoir tanks or whatever, uh-huh. are plastic. Oh. So now I'm thinking if, if the plug and the drain plug are brittle enough to where it's coming apart, I'm mm. probably just going to have to replace that radiator. Soon. Yeah, with the Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> A Japanese version. I mean, yeah, dude, I don't want to deal with the double plug thing again. That's stupid. And what's even more annoying is that at an auto zone. Yes. They only sell the piece that goes into the other piece. Right. Right. Not the. Not the. And it turns out that you have to change that valve every time you run that coolant. Oh, really? I mean, you can get away with like putting a, a wrench or yeah, a wrench on the on on the second plug and then taking out the little drain plug. Yeah. But it's recommended as part of BMW service that of you course. swap the whole thing out. Wow. Well, obviously. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I'm like, man, like AutoZone hit me with the with the real thing, you know? Uh, and dude, the far, the forums uh-huh. are it's it's so many posts and threads on this topic. Oh, really? Everybody has the same experience. Oh, okay. Yeah, everybody has the same experience. That is hilarious. 
So that's the E92 drama, man. So you, you ordered it online through like a, a dealership or did Pelican you... Parks? Oh, okay, yeah, the yeah. infamous because they're local. So I thought because oh, they, they were are. local, yeah, they're City of Industry, I think, or something oh, like that. You thought they'd have it on? I hand. thought they'd have it quickly. Yes, yeah, so yes. they'd ship it, and then I'd get it on Monday, be here, get it done, because I get anxiety about my cars not being in my driveway. Fair enough. So, but nah, it took until Thursday for that motherfucker to arrive. <laughs> So it came from the East Coast, probably. Though. Probably, yeah. Yes. They have, yeah. I mean, there's probably not a lot of them. Uh huh. I oh, got it's so stupid, man. It's so annoying. Yeah, that whole thing was funny to me. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there is a purpose for it, but I don't know if they're solving a problem that needed solving. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, that's kind of where I'm at with it. And so the reason I'm keeping your plug yeah. is because I was telling my dad about the situation and we were just kind of laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we're Japanese car guys yeah, or yeah, whatever. Sure. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, I, I, I get wanna, it. I want to show it to him. Just like, it, I, you know, and laugh. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. Just like, don't, don't lose it because I will need that brass. Yeah, I'll give, yeah. You, no, I'll give you the brass one back, the, obviously. But, but yeah, I mean, that, that it'll kind of show to him like the stupidity yes the sheer stupidity of, yes. of the concept of a yeah. double plug yes when it's not needed yeah you only need one butt plug you, don't you know need you know like it what what <laughs> <laughs> you know the the part that annoys me the most is that you could get away with just having the long plug yes and not having the little blue drain plug that yes. is attached to it inside it's, of it, it's like, yeah. yeah like why do that yes both parts cost ten dollars. Why double penetration? Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> like it just doesn't make sense. None of it's it. It's so makes annoying. Sense. None of it. Makes and sense. I always do this. Like there's always I always encounter situations where you complain about the engine, like like the suspension and like eighteen different parts in the suspension. You yes. Know? Whereas with Japanese, it's like okay, here it's done. Four bolts, three yeah. bolts on a suspension, and it's out. But I mean, they they do do a lot of things right. I'm Germans. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, that I would agree with. No. I don't. I won't lie. I do want a Porsche, so I I will maybe eventually be in that camp as yeah, well. I wonder if Porsche has those same problems. I would imagine it's they just do. those little finicky things. It doesn't I make a lot of sense. Imagine that having do. to code my battery. You have to code your battery. I have to code my battery for the uh, E ninety two. Yeah, not the E thirty six. What does that mean? <laughs> Explain I, that to me. Oh, I have. Well, whenever you put a new battery in, you have to do sort of like a calibrating sequence to code the battery. And I'm in. This is like you literally have to use the BMW coding system so then the car can read the battery properly. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have to code the injectors. Right? We, uh, yeah. When you talked about that, which yeah. didn't make sense to me either. Yeah. There's just so this all this over engineering that goes into the car. And again, like it's just one of those things where it's like, okay, I get that you want to have more data makes, means better decisions, right? Sure. That's that. You're well informed. You're you well informed. Your, your coolant was low. Yeah. Right. Yes. Better yeah. data means better decisions. But yes. You know, plenty of cars that I've owned don't have these things that I've never had these issues. These yes, issues, right? So, is it necessary? That is the question. Right? It's just a luxury. Yes. That I have to pay for. But how anyway, much was that butt plug? Ten bucks. Okay, so at least they weren't charging you like fifty. Oh yeah, a lot of times the things that are annoying aren't even that expensive. You know? Okay. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, it's 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 dumb. You know, the like I've had to, I have had to buy a license from a third party coding service for the E92 just because I've had to do so much. The alarm, 
Like there's it's there's so many different things. The alarm I get. Right. Because in that way people can't cheat it or to steal a car because Yeah, they can but it even goes as far as to like settings on like lowering your windows on lock. Like I mean it's super complex. It's not just like setting an alarm, right? Yes. And you know, it, it's I've spent more time coding my car for like regular base <laughs> things than actually tuning it. Okay, so what you're saying is you coded it so you could adjust the height of the lowering to a certain. Oh no! Like you if wanted. you want the windows to close or open after locking it, or oh, you know, like okay. that that type of thing, uh, yes, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, and and there's like default settings too, but there's you know all that coding the injectors, like I said, coding the battery. The, the battery is shocking. Yeah. That's the, yeah. The, when I heard that too, I was like, this makes no sense. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's, this is too much. My dad would call me stupid for buying that car. <laughs> If I told him that, <laughs> I feel like your dad would call you stupid for a lot of well, things. Well, yeah, that's definitely true. <laughs> but anyway, yes. that's my E92 drama. Now let's get into our last segment, the Time Machine Q and A. And this yes. is a new segment we've introduced, and we're going to ask each other one question, mm -hmm. one question each. And what we're going to do is uh, we're basically going to go back in time, mm -hmm. and I'm going to ask Randy a question as as if he's a 16 year old. Okay. Right, and you're gonna ask me a question as if I'm a 16 year old. Our actual you, selves. Our actual selves, yes. and you have to answer as if you were as, that person. As I was that. Person. No lying. I know. I and I'll close my eyes and bring myself to my 16. <laughs> okay, you have to. You have to do all that. Yes. Right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> but sure, if that works. Mm -hmm. uh, but the the question that I have for you, mm -hmm. right? Would 60 year old Randy? Okay. Buy sub suspect parts. All day long. Oh, really? Yeah, yes. Really? I. Uh, what if you knew they were hot parts? Oh, that well, that's what you mean by suspect. I thought you meant low quality. Oh, no, 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 no. Because I'll be the first to admit I would have bought the um, Altesa taillights. Yeah, that's an easy question. Okay. That's an okay, easy, yeah. Okay. I, 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 I oh, could assume that. hot parts. Hot parts. For but a good deal? Potentially. <laughs> <laughs> because yes all day long oh really i would have i would i hate to admit it yeah i may have been the one stealing the parts too at that age holy shit i'll admit it really that just wasn't um an option for us did I, you steal anything when you were 16 18 yeah uh yeah game boy games really yeah, yeah i'd walk out of record town with them what yes wow that was that is surprising like plastic shell on the on the games right and vhs tapes you seem like such a straight narrow dude nah, not always oh yeah. man yeah, where, yeah, where yeah. are my keys <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> holy shit yes. yeah, okay. yeah 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 so, so I, you would have been like hot motor hot like hot motor to yeah. fix up my car on a budget i probably would have wow Very so do you low. think so if you would have been living out here and somebody said, hey, Randy, you want to help me out with some chop shop sessions? I, I might have done the chop shop sessions, but not done the like taking it off the cars. I wouldn't have been involved in getting the car. I think. Oh, so oh, so you don't want to you don't want to be involved in the killing of the cow, but you wanted to be involved in the eating I'll of the eat sausage the fuck out of it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'll slice up the meat off the bone. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I would have definitely okay. been fine with we're already hidden. The, the 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 main deed is done. Yeah. That 16-year-old me would have lower ethics, lower morals, been like, yeah, dude, I, I mean, engine, kit, yeah, give me that Wings West shit, man. Wow. Bomex. Yeah, I hate to say it. I hate to admit it, but that's, yeah. that's truth. I was a fucking goober. You would have said no? I said no. 
Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I think I've talked about it on the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I was offered uh, B-16 in, when I was 16 years old. Yes. And I just couldn't get myself to do it. For a very good price. Very good price. Yes. Yeah, I mean, almost giving it away. Yeah, like you, a PS1 wasn't even worth the price. Yeah, it. yeah. Yes, and yes. I just I couldn't get myself to do it, man. I was super I was super straight edge. That's good. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. At least. I'll but say. I mean, we ended up in the same place. Yes. And you had to have fun with it at Game Boy. <laughs> yeah. So yes. who was the idiot? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Whatever. I still have the game, too. Oh, but, my yes. God. That's interesting. Yes. So we learned more Randy. Huh? A little bit. A Would little you bit. steal now then? No, I no, no, no. It's more of a childish thing. A kind of childish, young. Did you dumb. know that you, because you were under eighteen, you couldn't get into as much trouble? Did you already know that? No, that was not in the. Yeah, no, I, that's not part of the stakes or. Yeah, the I didn't know process. that either. Yeah, you were just stupid at that age. Interesting. So you would have been driving around in a hot car, man. I would have been driving around, driving around with hot parts. Yeah, I wouldn't have driven or stolen a car. But I was curious about stealing cars. I think everyone is at one point. Yeah. Gone in 60 seconds kind of fucks your head <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a very good point. It's almost glor- it is glorifying. Oh, it. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Angelina Jolie on top of it. Yeah. Right. I mean, like, Fast and the Furious did it, too. That's also a very know, they, good. They point. weren't stealing cars, but they were doing heists. They were doing heists, dope cars. And it looked fucking fun. Exactly. dude. <laughs> so, yes. yeah. Interesting. I can't. Dis- yeah. OK. I just. I would have been in the scene. I may have been at drag races involved in drag races. That that, that I was. That I was. Would you would you be driving a car in a, in drag-, a drag race? Yeah, I, I did. And you did. Yeah, okay, I okay. did. See, yeah, I, I did definitely that. would have. I did that for sure. Yeah. But I never won because I didn't take hot parts. I would have done nitrous. I would have done. I what I lacked was knowledge. Or yeah. of how to apply that stuff. Yeah, by the nitrous stage, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't involved in driving. Okay, you okay. know, because okay. I didn't have that. I didn't have those funds. I didn't know how to install shit. That yeah, was my I mean, thing. you kind of just figured it out. Like, as a there was always somebody, right? Like Not, my history teacher. Yeah, as I stated in other podcasts, I have a history teacher who would literally walk from the parking lot to his classroom holding a bottle of Nas. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. God, he was so obnoxious, yes. but he was cool. Such a cool dude, but that yes. was such a douchey move. That's very douchey. <laughs> That's a flex. That's an old Hardcore school flex. flex. Yeah. All the kids yeah. were like, oh, oh, Mr. Wynn has nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the blue bottle. Right? Yeah, it was the blue bottle. Yeah, blue bottle. The, yeah, and he drove an Integra. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a GSR. That is so funny. Yeah, man. So, that guy, so that guy was hilarious. Mm-hmm. But that was my question. What's yours? So to your younger self. Okay. 16-year-old um, me. You... John, someday you will come upon a fair amount of money. Okay. And you can afford a race car or a extra car. Yeah. Would you be more interested in buying an E36 M3 or something better with the money that you have? Um, When I was that age, yes. if I would have had extra money like that, yes. I would have had a Supra. You would have. I would have had a Supra. Ah, that was okay. that was my poster car ah, at okay. the time. Okay. I mean, there was. Uh, I even have a picture in front of the um, uh, Fast and the Furious orange Supra. Where I at? went to go see it at Universal Studios. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I would say if I had money, that's probably where I would have invested it, and it would have been a thousand horsepower car. 
Oh, you would have gone. Yeah, that was sort of the mentality yeah, I had. Yeah, you would have had today's money, but at 16 years at old. At 16 years old. That's where you would have gone. So that's I'd probably path. be dead. <laughs> 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 yes. Because, yeah, I mean, I, it's uh, at that age, it was about, it wasn't about driving. It, what, it was for about me, drag. For me. It was drag. For me, right? It was all drag. But it wasn't even about the skill of drag racing, yeah. right? Oh, it, right. It was right, about right. what power figures could I get out of this car? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That was just the flex. Yeah. On, oh, right? it's 800 horsepower. Big dick energy yeah. in the car world <laughs> yes. was defined by your horsepower figures. Purely and only. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. That's... And that was like, especially in high school too. Like right. there was no muscle car scene for us. Right. It oh, was, a, it was okay. just the tuner scene. Yeah. You know, that's interesting. the cool teachers had tuner cars. Oh, really? Right? Yeah. Like it, there, there were Mustangs. There were a few classics that were come up. No one paid any attention to them. Uh, but dude, uh, Mr. Such and Such with the Civic SI EM1 uh-huh. with the electric blue pearl. Okay. Oh, okay. dude. Everyone's jocking him. Oh, really? Everyone's jocking <laughs> yeah. that dude. And yeah. And, and you know, it wasn't, you know, we obviously when you're a young knucklehead, you're an idiot. Yeah. You can't appreciate the skill of driving. Yeah, that's right? true. That's but true. there's a ton of information around, you know, crazy power figures that cars can make yeah and yeah. you know nos buttons and yeah. so yeah that would have been <laughs> 1000 percent me if i had come into enough money and that's that's where i would have spent my money on cars and just big power one, one and big power mm. making way more power that i could ever handle so you would have been one of the striker guys i would have <laughs> yeah probably exactly yeah yeah i think yeah, you know right it on. was i think you know they're younger than us mm-hmm. So they came into uh, sort of the technology was a little more raw, reachable. When like turbos, now? right? Like now, turbos and tuning now, now versus yes. when we were younger, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, it, even just like had, a five year difference. Yeah, back then you had to build your own kit and figure it out, and yeah. know what you needed. Yeah. Now it's all in one, and a lot of it was word of, word of mouth. Forums were still barely popping right. up, you know. And I mean, somebody had to try it, and that person exactly, didn't know shit yeah, either. Yeah, yeah, that's but true. the beauty of the Supra was that the power plant was considered bulletproof and demonstrated it so yeah. you could make mistakes and do those experiments yeah, and still true. have a car a reliable car right and the engine wasn't like 20 grand like it is now or whatever. yeah exactly yeah i mean yes. even, even then those supers were are were pretty expensive but nowhere near what correct. they are now correct god but yeah that that's mm-hmm. where 16 year old john would have spent his money i see and i don't i, I, I the car wouldn't be with me now you think so? I don't think so. You would have sold it, you mean? Or you <sighs> it would have died because of stupidity? It it, my, my own driving. You know, my own driving would have done me in. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the only reason, I think the only reason I didn't end up in a wall sometimes is because I had a 100 horsepower Honda Civic, <laughs> you know? Like, the, that, yes. that kept you safe, Yeah, you know? Fair enough. I think if I can recommend anything to parents is to get your Kids son a shitbox. A, a shit slow shitbox. A very, very, maybe not a shitbox. But a but slow, a slow, car. slow car, mm. you know, and then teach him about driving. Mm. But yeah, 16 year old me, man. I nah. mean, I look at my younger brother in law. I'm like, he's just very, very in that mindset of horsepower figure looking yeah. and looks. And that's kind of where you vibes. start. You it know? is. It is. So yeah. that's why I'm not hating on him. But yeah, it's just hard. I try to be the guru and it's like falls in deaf ears. Yeah. No, you're the you're the shitty millennial. Yes. We look at the boomers. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Exactly. Boomers, yes, if you're yes, watching. Yes. But yes. oh, man. But yeah, that's that's uh, that's where I'd go. 
I'm cool with the Supra, man. So Very you cool. would steal parts and I would drive a Supra. That's right. <laughs> yes. And I think that is our episode. How do you find us, John? You can find us at 91octane.com. That is all letters, no numbers. Also, like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. Follow us on Instagram at 91octane.com. And if you want to support the show, support us, support our endeavors, or have the most delicious coffee you'll ever try, Carrera.cafe. Uh, you can get 10% off your entire order by using Big Willow uh, when you check out. Uh, any last words, Randy? Not this week. Not this week. All Good right. Night. Good night. Good night.